Hey guys, welcome back to Girls Gone Healthy. We have a very different episode today. And I say that because I'm talking all about what's currently going on in the health field, fitness field, all those fad trends. And I think that this is really important because I never wanted this podcast to be anything negative. So I told myself, I was like, okay, I'm going to stay out of that because there's a lot of negativity there. But now that I've been in the space more, it feels to me a lot similar to climate change. And I know that's a very wild comparison, but climate change, they used to show all these things of, okay, in the past hundred years, this is what's changed. Or if we don't do anything now, this is what will happen for our children's generation. This is what will happen in 20 years from now. But now that whole conversation has changed. It's like, okay, actually, no, it's going on right now, especially with all these fires going on in California. I know it's been happening for years, but I think that we're finally starting to change the conversation of, okay, the changes need to happen now because climate change is happening now. And that's what I'm seeing with fitness, right? So we used to be able to look back and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that people used to encourage smoking tobacco in order to suppress your appetite. And they had shake weights and all these other ridiculous things. But then also people talk about the future and it's like, oh, well, what is smoking all this marijuana going to do? We don't have tests on that. What is all this artificial sugar? What about all these processed foods? What's that going to do in our future? But there's so much happening just right now. And so a really hot topic was the F Factor drama that's been coming up. And that came out around the same time that all this Julian Michaels drama came up and so I was debating between the two I was like okay I kind of want to touch on them I'm not sure if it's my space but then also within this same month Monet which I'll be getting into all three of these topics also came out with this big announcement that I think all of them are just so important to be talked about and so this episode isn't a place to be bashing any of these ideas, but it's to bring awareness to, okay, what is going on now that's being sold, that's being marketed, that can affect your life, that people are now looking at with more of a critical eye. So, I kind of touched on it here, but we're going to be talking about Monet, we're going to be talking about the F-Factor drama, what's that about, and then also Jillian Michaels, I don't even want to say speech, but just her digestion of what she thinks is going on in the health and wellness field. So the first one that I wanted to dive into was the company Monet. So Monet is a multi-level marketing company. So I'm sure you might have seen on Instagram from your friends and family trying to sell it. And I'm not here to bash on multi-level marketing. There are other things that are problematic, but this is not the space for them. There are are a bunch that I think are fine. Monet, I didn't have a problem with, you know, they were sticking with their hair care. There's some, uh, there's Color Street, which has stickers for your nails instead of nail polish. So, you know, I also think that one's a fine one, but there are ones that, you know, I do have problems with. So that would be the Beachbody coaches, the people that are just selling workout packages that are videos, but then they're calling themselves coaches. Like what? You're not, teaching any of these exercises. You don't know how to create a workout plan for these people that are buying them for you, but you're calling yourself a coach and you're selling them these workout videos, which I could maybe be fine with that, but then they also have all these supplements on top of that that they sell and that's where it gets so tricky and so 
so gross almost, right? It leaves such a bad taste in my mouth that companies are selling these. And that's what Monet announced this week, this hair care company that sells shampoos and conditioners and color setting sprays, everything for your hair, which I was kind of fine with because you don't need to be an expert in anything to sell shampoo, right? That's something that I just go and I pick up at CVS anyways. It's something that is really hard to be harmful. Um, They now announce that they're selling supplements. So they have this green supplements. They have this energy drink supplements. They're trying to get into this wellness field of people that are selling shampoo are now trying to sell you supplements and vitamins and all these things to make you healthier. And that blows my mind because that's the equivalent of someone who's, okay, someone is coming into your Instagram DMs trying to sell you this, being like, oh, this vitamin, this supplement, this is going to make you healthier. What? That's me going out on the street and asking a random person, hey, what do you think would make me healthier? They know nothing about you. And also, if they did know something about you, they're not qualified (laughs) to give you any of that advice. And so, they made that announcement this week. And I was like, okay, whatever. They're maybe getting into this field. We'll see where it goes from there. No, no. They announced this week that it's launching and then it's also available to buy right now this week. So all these people that are selling it and are claiming that have these great health benefits, they haven't tried the products yet. So it's not like you even have that bad marketing of people that are like, oh, try this weight loss program. It worked for me it'll work for you too, guaranteed. Like that's a whole nother type, but no, they're just saying these are the healthiest products ever. They've never tried them. A lot of them are not very well tested because once again, it's a supplement, it's not food. um, So it's not regulated nearly as much. And they're just gonna go out and let you try this. So now the other issue that's coming up with Monet is how they have a lot of lawsuits for their hair care products causing baldness causing hair loss, um, all these rashes on people's scalps. That's why a lot of people have issues with them. So if that's your issue that other people have had with their hair care products, now you're trusting another product that they have and ingesting it? That is wild to me. Like, would you trust a company whose shampoo makes your hair fall out with supplements that you'd be putting into your body? Because I know I wouldn't. And so that leads me now into F Factor, which claims are even worse than that one. So that was just, you know, step number one that came out this week that I was like, oh my gosh, I hope that I don't want to be like bashing these people's business or, you know, saying this is an awful product, but they're, it's, it's not regulated and you're not getting advice from the right people. So I really would not recommend trying any of that. So now F-Factor. There's a lot that's been going on with F-Factor and a lot of it is just drama because the F-Factor creator is Tanya and she's also a major influencer. She has like 2 million followers on Instagram and so her diet has been around for a while. She's been a dietitian now for I think like 20 years and within the past year or two, she started making her own products. And so when everything with COVID happened, you know, she is an influencer and she started getting some heat 
for different things she was doing. She got a small business loan and then bought a $22 million house after, right? That's kind of the drama, not getting into that, but because she was being talked about so much more, some of the issues with her products had started coming up. And so this other influencer, Emily Gellis, started collecting these different claims that people were sending in to her. They would send her pictures. They would say, I tried her products and it was giving me this rash. It was giving me this bloating. I had to go to the doctor for this. There was stories about people having miscarriages on this product. And Emily, she has no affiliation with F-Factor. She's not a dietitian. She's just, once again, another influencer who was like, I don't know why all of this wasn't transparent. And so she did her own digging and every bad review that anyone has ever left about F-Factor has been completely removed. Any posts in the Facebook groups of, hey guys, this is happening to me. Has it happened to anyone else? Those got removed. Any bad review online, any of their products, that's been removed. And then people were also sending in these stories to Emily of, oh, I sent a direct message to Tanya pointing out that all of these different things are happening to me. And Tanya's response would always just be, oh, you know, you're just getting used to it. Drink more water. Oh, your body's just not there yet. Just keep drinking more water. And she's just kind of moving past the fact that so many people were having these concerns. And so I know that from that perspective, it can kind of sound like a, he said, she said, but then when all these claims started coming up, it's gotten a lot of attention. So now Emily and Tanya have both been interviewed for the New York Post, for the Today Show, like it's getting big. And everyone was like, okay, well, all these people are claiming that your product is not healthy. Your product is not safe, right? If they're causing miscarriages at the extreme, that's something that should be taken into consideration. It shouldn't just be deleted and ignored. And so they were like, can you please release the certificate of analysis? So the certificate of analysis is a document that's issued by the quality assurance that confirms that a regulated product meets its product specification. So it means that the product's been tested, there's been labs on it, that it's safe for consumption. And so people are like, if this product's safe, how about you release that? And this is something that you can get from any other company. People were calling into other companies, getting it fine, and they released a statement saying, we'll release it next week. So something that they should have on hand because it's required and something that should be readily accessible to anyone, they were saying, oh, you know, it's our information. We're not going to release it yet. So that was already just so sketchy. And then a week later when they finally released it, it was for their chocolate protein powder, which was their least popular product. Everyone was claiming that the vanilla and their like original or unflavored powder was the one that was causing the issues. And then they released it about a different product. So now... You know, this has been going on for maybe like a month or two that, you know, you have Emily's side and you have Tanya's side. And now Tanya's gotten, you know, Bill Clinton's old lawyer. She's lawyering up. I think that, you know, this will probably go to a court, to a judge, because, you know, this is people's well-being. It's not that they ordered a t-shirt and they weren't a fan of that product or, you know, something that they could just return. But it was something that, you know, this was affecting their lives and they didn't even know that it was necessarily because of this product because they didn't see anyone else have this issue. 
imagine if you were trying something out and every single person had great reviews of it. A hundred percent of reviews are positive. Like that's just not realistic. Even with things that aren't diet products, you will never find something that's a hundred percent for everyone. And so that's the big issue here for Tanya for F Factor is one, they won't release the certificate of analysis, which is very shady. And that alone just makes me not want to trust the product. And two, after seeing all of these people getting sick, Tanya still stands by her statement that like this diet is for everyone. The people that might have been getting sick, she goes, oh, they didn't read my book, so they don't know how to do this properly. Or, oh, maybe they're just allergic to whey, but like they can still do this diet. And there's nothing in the universe that is for everyone. So that's kind of my issue with it was the blanket statement that she put over all of it. And that leads us into... The last thing that's happened recently, which is a lot less (laughs) severe, there's going to be no court case coming out of this one, but it's about Jillian Michaels. And if you don't know Jillian Michaels, I'll give a little bit background of her and then about what she's talking about. So Jillian Michaels is a very famous personal trainer. She was on The Biggest Loser being their personal trainers, and she's also just very involved with diet culture. A lot of her programs are only about losing weight. Some of her workout program names are Losing It with Jillian, One Week Shred, Extreme Shed and Shred. So it's all about losing weight. That is what she markets. That's where she gets her claim and gets her money. So that's the background on her. Then we have Intuitive Eating. And if you haven't heard what that is, it's very anti-diet. It's the opposite. It's for the people that have been living their life in diet culture. This is an alternative way. It's the roadmap of how to go about food freedom, how to free yourself from having to follow a specific plan ever again. So just looking at it that way, they're very two complete opposites, right? And Jillian Michaels has a huge following decides to go on Instagram TV, probably earlier this month, I think it was, and talk about intuitive eating. And instead of speaking with someone who did intuitive eating or was registered with intuitive eating or reading the book, she goes on the website and (laughs) there's 10 principles and she just reads out all 10 principles and what she feels about them. Keep in mind, she's also not a registered dietitian. She is a personal trainer, so it's not even in her own lane, but she was going to give her impression of it. So it's 18 minutes long, and she would read a principle that, you know, has been researched and is practiced, and she would just read the title of it and then just give her great opinion on it. And so for some examples of her blanket statements, she started off with saying, Anyone over a size 16 isn't healthy. Just that's it. It wasn't even mentioned on the website or part of the principle, but you know, it's just, it's impossible for anyone over a size 16 to be healthy. She knows nothing about them, nothing about their habits or lifestyle, but it's just impossible. And then later on, she goes to say, women do not need more than 16,000 calories a day. She wasn't talking about how much they worked out didn't work out, what their activity level was. 
anything about their eating habits, just women do not need more than 16,000 calories a day. And both of those statements are just so false for you can choose so many examples that define that, especially coming from my athletic background. It's like, no, I know a lot of women <laughs> that me need more than 16,000 calories a day. I know a lot. So the fact that she was just throwing out these statements and for me watching, it was cringy because I'm not an expert in intuitive eating, but you know, I have a head on my shoulders that you know, it, it makes sense. And I'm also in the space of trying to empower women with their health. And for her to just be saying these statements was so cringy to me because I just want to be like, you're just so wrong. But if I was coming at that lens, say a year ago or two years ago, and I heard someone go online and tell millions of people, women do not need more than 1600 calories a day. I'd be like, boom, okay, there's my new plan right? Like she told me I don't need more than this. And she has all these credentials of working with the biggest loser contestants and all of these other programs. Like she must know what she's talking about. And that's just so wrong. There's so much bad information out there from your multi-level marketing friends that are 0% qualified to Tanya at F Factor, who's very qualified, but just doesn't want to talk about her shortcomings, she deletes them, to then Jillian Michaels, who's giving wild blanket statements for millions of people to see, right? Like, these all happen in the span of just this past month or two, and it's not me bashing them. I'm not trying to bash anyone, but these are the types of things that we have to take critically like we have to get this information and we can't just take it as is we need to dig a little deeper right and so my biggest takeaway my message that I want to be for you is not okay we're canceling Monet uh, Jillian Michaels F Factor right I'm not into that cancel culture but I'm into educating you guys and so if you are seeing these messages it's like okay well how can I apply this to maybe something else that I see is number one, is this product or program trying to create a problem just to sell you a solution? So I haven't seen too much marketing with the Monet yet, but I already know it's coming from other multi-level marketing groups where it's like, oh, are you tired? Well, yeah, everyone's gonna say yeah, that. You're like, you're tired? It must mean that your hormones are imbalanced. And you know how you're going to fix that imbalance? You're going to buy this product that somehow only magically our company has found the solution to, right? Like there's so many factors that go into not being energetic. I don't think this magical tea, fizzy stick, energy drink is going to fix it all for you. Like it might be a quick fix, but also it's just trying to create this fear of, oh my gosh, maybe it's because my hormones are imbalanced and this is going to solve it. Like, I mean, even after taking the product, you wouldn't know if your hormones are balanced, right? <laughs> like, they're still not doctors. And also with F-Factor, you know, these people were experiencing these issues that her products were causing and she goes, you're just not used to it yet. Just keep using the products, right? She never said, oh, it's not working for you. You should go off it because maybe this isn't for everyone, right? They create these problems. Just like Jillian Michaels, her whole brand is around losing weight. So she's gonna convince you that your weight is such an issue, right? Like, oh, anyone over a size 16 isn't healthy. 
boom. So if I'm telling you that that's the issue, then you're gonna now want to hear what I'm saying. So that's number one is if they're creating a problem. Number two is who's sending you the message, right? Like what is their goal? So if you're thinking about these people in the diet culture space that are trying to sell you these products, right? Their goal is to make you continue feeling insecure. So that way you continue buying their products, right? They don't want you out of this cycle of depending on them. So just seeing where that messaging is coming from. And then the last way that's a huge red flag is if a product or program says this is for anyone, this will work for anyone, this is for anyone, and this is why I think that any multi-level, multi-level marketing group that's targeting these wellness supplements is just in the wrong because they'll never try to talk you out of buying it, right? They're always trying to convince you that it's for you and you should buy it and then you buy it via social media from them. They'll never try to talk you out of it. And I said it before, but there's nothing in the world that's universal for everyone, especially when it comes to their diet and nutrition. And so that's how you can really tell if it's genuine or not. And so I know you know, I'll put myself in the spotlight here. So I'm not selling anything for Girls Gone Healthy, right? This isn't a Girls Gone Healthy program that you have to be following rules for. But I still have people that my messaging is just not for. My messaging generally is not for people with eating disorders because a lot of what I teach and I talk about is listening to your body. And if you have this disorder, a lot of times it's because you're unable to listen to your body. That's where a lot of these eating disorders come from. So that messaging just won't resonate with them and might not be helpful at all to them. So I wouldn't recommend that. Also, for current athletes, maybe, that are trying to reach a certain goal or if you're training for a specific event, that's also not what my podcast is targeting towards, right? Mine is more of a lifestyle approach, not goal-oriented, right? We're not trying to achieve a certain outcome from this we're having a lifestyle from it so there are plenty of people that my messaging is not for and who it is for and if these companies that are especially pushing products that have financial interest right I don't even have financial interest but if they have financial interest they're never going to tell you oh this isn't for you right that person who's trying to sell these Monet products to get a free Cadillac and go on a trip isn't going to be like, actually, you shouldn't buy it. No, they want you to buy it. So that's what I want you guys to get out of this because once again, there should be nothing that you rely on. So I don't want you to rely on me of like, oh, does Emily approve of this product or not approve of this one, right? Like you take those own thoughts you apply it to what you're trying to be marketed to and what people are trying to sell you on. I really enjoyed this episode just because these are the ones that I've been seeing in my face that kind of just came up in the news, right? This is now making outside of social media news. This is making it onto the New York Post. This is making it onto the Today Show. This is involving lawyers, right? This is a really serious problem that I think is just going to grow. It's not going away. Unless we create more regulations, unless we have more people standing up, putting their foot down and saying, I'm not buying your products, then I mean, it's just going to keep growing because all these companies are going to see that there's a market there for them. 
So all my other episodes now, they'll be going back to the more positive and energetic, happy, not just don't do this, don't do this, but actually helpful information on what to do instead of not to do because I hate when everyone just tells me what not to do. So yeah, let me know what you thought of this and maybe I'll come up again in the future of health in the news round two. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, do me a favor and take a screenshot right now and post it on your Instagram story. You can tag me at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast, at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast. Come say hi, come say what's up. I'd love to connect with you and this would help support me to continue bringing you free content. See you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.